One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. When somebody says "I dare you," sometimes you have to maliciously comply. We'll get into that in a bit, but first, upper management of the sports club fires me and cripples their kitchen. So I'm a professional chef, and I have been for a few years, and in Australia, apprentice chefs are trained in a sort of college, where we learn about 150 recipes. Now, many of the recipes are provided to the students in bulky, finicky booklets that you wouldn't really want to take anywhere with you, so I started writing some of the recipes in a separate notebook, along with some other recipes I'd learned from coworkers or family members and created a sort of pseudo cookbook and I would often bring this book into the kitchen so I would remember ingredient quantities and cooking times and eventually I would leave the book in the kitchen pretty much around the clock. What I soon found out was that some of the other chefs in the kitchen were using my cookbook to check official recipes for the restaurant we worked for, as typically the head chef would have to tell them and this got annoying for everyone, and this restaurant was a part of a popular sports club in the local area, so consistency was extremely important to management. As such, having a written record of the new recipes or changes to long-time recipes was very important. As it turned out, management had stopped making changes to the official club recipe book a few months before I even started, so my book became the de facto official recipe book. For a while, this was no issue to me, and I kept adding new recipes to it throughout the next few years. However, after my third year working there, I finished my studies and became fully qualified as a chef, so I suddenly became more expensive to keep on as a staff member. And as such, management started looking for any reason to replace me with a new apprentice. Eventually, they found someone to replace me and gave me a half-hearted reason for firing me and told me to take all my things and leave as I could no longer offer what they were looking for. So I took everything I owned and left, including the notebook with all the club's recipes. For a few days, not a whole lot happened, but slowly the club's reviews started complaining about bland food, dry cakes inconsistent classic recipes and every other food related thing you could think of at one point there were 50 negative reviews in a single day which for our town was a massive amount of negative reviews in one day it felt pretty dang good since i felt they deserved it and left me unemployed on short notice however i was quickly offered a new job by a smaller restaurant whose owner knew me from the sports club kitchen the malicious compliance after about a week I received multiple calls and after answering one, I heard one of the higher managers at the sports club asking if I could return the book as the kitchen needed it back. I obviously laughed and said firmly that it was my book full of my recipes, so it wasn't going anywhere near them, reminding them that they had told me I could no longer offer what they were looking for. The manager clearly began to panic as he offered to give me my job back and just let bygones be bygones. I already had a new job so I completely brushed off this offer and ignored him. I hung up pretty soon after that. I started putting the recipes from my book on the new restaurant's menu and it was beginning to attract a few regular customers of the sports club, so I quickly found myself with more and more responsibility and command within the kitchen to the point that about a third of the menu was from my book. 
Now, this low trickle of sports club regulars picked up speed after about three months and led to several high-level managers from the club deciding to visit the restaurant I'd helped build and virtually demanded I give them my cookbook, claiming it would be much more beneficial for the community if they had it. My head chef laughed in their faces and told them to pee off. It's been about two years and my head chef and I have a very positive relationship and the customer base we have at the restaurant is better than ever. We didn't take every customer from the big club, but it was enough damage to their profits to scare a few investors away and also lead to a decent bit of damage to one of the higher manager's reputations. Furthermore, the recipe issues and negative reviews led to the majority of the kitchen quitting and according to one of my old colleagues, they cited the lack of support and organization from upper management as the final reasons everyone was quitting, and this led to an even larger dip in the quality of the restaurant food. I also get paid significantly more at this restaurant than I was at the sports club. All I'm going to say here is it's pretty crazy to me that OP, even if they're getting paid better than their first job, is in a situation where a lot of their recipes are making it onto the menu. They've kind of single-handedly revitalized this new place that they're working at, and OP isn't in a head chef position. I mean, I get not wanting to chop the head off of the guy that was there when things started going up, but with how much productivity and results OP brought, they deserve like a raise and stuff too. Also, hi, I'm Steven, and if you guys enjoy awesome malicious compliance stories, why not hit those like and subscribe buttons down below? That said, our next story is some malicious forklift compliance. Years back in my early days of employment, early 2000, when I worked on the loading dock, we were expecting a big load of tech and products for the new office layout. Some fancy upgrades and big tech sending the latest computers and network equipment, plenty of expensive equipment, and my boss. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Boss told me to keep the trucks coming and going as smoothly as possible. So we had the team on with a few extras. My responsibility was to get the unloaded pallets and stack them out of the way and ready for return to their owner. Company-owned pallets have to be returned. 6 a.m. I recaffeinated and started the forklift and got to stacking the Chep pallets ready for collection. Around 8.30, one of the main representatives came in early and parked on the dock. This was a problem as the trucks were scheduled for roll-in at 9 a.m. I asked him to use the main car park. He told me to freak off and do my job. My job was to make sure the truckies had unobstructed access to the loading dock. I interpreted this as, I am too important, put it somewhere for me. 
So to keep from damaging the car too much, I slid a chip pallet under it and got to lifting it, and I put the offending BMW up on a stack of pallets. The entire time singing, nothing lifts like a crown for picking it up and putting it down, we had a crown forklift. The rest of the crew were in stitches laughing. Many of the truckies rolled up and knew immediately I was on duty. Those guys always had the best stories. Some of them had a good chuckle and made off with a fresh cup of coffee. The day was going smoothly and we worked that forklift dry. As the last pallet came off the tank on the forklift emptied, as I dropped off the last pallet, well, we got that unpacked and used a tug, small electric cart puller, to drag the forklift out of the way. So I contacted the boss and told him to get me a payment slip to go get the tank filled at a fuel station. He came down with the form and the representative. It was all smiles and thanks for the purchase of bulk computers and hardware. But that changed when he spotted his BMW. He was ticked and threatened my job. Demanded to my boss I get fired. I just looked at my boss and said, we should look at the security cameras. When my boss reviewed the security footage, he pointed out that I did ask him to move and park elsewhere. He then looked at me and said, thanks for another day. See you tomorrow. The rep wanted the car down immediately. I said we can't. The propane tank for the forklift is empty and gas delivery is tomorrow at 6am. My boss handed me the payslip for refilling the forklift tank. He said to get the gas in the morning. The rep spat some more obscenities and said this will be tagged onto the bill if his car was damaged. He said it won't take much more than a postage stamp to send his boss the footage of him obstructing their loading dock. And then my boss looked at him and tapped the sign that said... This is a loading dock. Park at own risk. We are not liable for towing or moving your vehicle. Fines apply. The next day, after detaching the tank from the forklift, I lugged that bugger to my car and drove off to get it filled. Upon returning with a charged tank of liquid work juice for the forklift, I started that bugger and got to moving the BMW down from its perch and ready for the rep to collect. So it's 6.30am and he has not arrived, so I decided to place this thing in the nearest accessible parking spot, on the street, ticketed spot, as our car park was not open yet. It was the only safe place available. I contacted my boss and told him and said, call the rep, it's ready for collection. It's in spot XX on the parking meter line. He responded with an, okay. Then I got to work sending off the pallets for the day. It was a half shift day for me. Now as for Mr. Representative, he did manage to collect his car before it was ticketed for not feeding the meter and I heard through my boss the rep got chewed out and screwed out of his sales bonus for acting like a jerk. Freak I miss that boss. I mean that boss is a real. That guy going on the line for their workers who used a forklift to move a car onto a stack of pallets and whatnot. That is a boss that is there for their workers and willing to risk everything for them. This next story is, I dare you. Okay, bet. A couple of years ago, I was working with a really obnoxious co-worker. He was super lazy, always complaining, extremely unmotivated to do anything actually related to his job, very motivated to mess around at any given opportunity. Anyway, this one night I was doing the big closing mop. At my store, this meant filling a bucket full of water slash floor cleaner, splashing it all over the store, scrubbing over with a hard brush, and vacuuming everything with a wet vac. Clean, fast, and effective. So I get around to the front counter, and there he is, just standing in the middle of my path with a crap-eating grin on his face. I'm like, bro, can you move? He says, nah, seriously, 
I need to get this done fast. He said, yeah, nah, dude, you don't move. I'ma dump water all over you. He says, go on then, I dare you. Okay, one thing about me is I never make a threat I won't f- Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market follow through i immediately pour what's left in my bucket directly into his sneakers he shrieks and jumps out my way he spends the next hour complaining that his socks are full of water so is it implied that like this co-worker should have been helping with the whole mopping thing that they were just standing around and not just standing around but standing in the way like yeah come on man i get that you're like lazy enough that you don't even want to do it sure But like, don't be a total jerk on top of that. If somebody's going and doing the work that pretty much covers for you, the least you can do is move five feet out of the way. Our next story is going by the book. I worked in an IT support capacity as a contractor, a year here, a few weeks there, always for an agency, never for the company. Some years I would have four to five employers. It worked out great for me. In December 2016, I was hired by an online pharmacy on a one-year contract. You get an RX from your doctor, log into their portal, send in an image of your RX, and it gets mailed to you in a few days. Cheaper than your local pharmacy. The agency that sent me there told me that the employer preferred I work as a contractor for the company and not the agency. Again, fine by me, as long as I get a paycheck, right? Two weeks after I started, my hiring manager, the chief security officer, told me that there was an oversight and a comprehensive background check needed to be done. This was a police record check, a high-level Royal Canadian Mounted Police check, plus exhaustive employment verification. In the past, I'd listed the companies I worked for, not the agencies. Past employers were okay with that as they understood the world of contractors, not this dude. So the employment background check comes back and none of the companies could verify I worked for them as I didn't exist in their books having worked for the agencies that sent me there. Also the employment verification company was based out of the US and not Canada where I live and work. Anyway the chief security officer chews me out for lying and threatens to fire me on the spot. I pull up all my T4, income tax, slips I had on Google Drive, pay stubs, timesheets, images of my ID cards, employment offer letters, and more to prove I did work at those companies, but for agencies. This was clearly totally unfamiliar to him. To save face, he threatened me that I needed to go by the book in every detail, or I'd be out on my butt before I could blink. Since this was a pharmacy, and if you're in Canada, you would totally understand PEPIDA, the Personal Information Protection and Electronic Documents Act. Most pharmacies use a RX filing tool called Crawl. I had total access to the training portal of Crawl. This meant that they ran an algorithm that scrambled real customers' details. Real first and last names, street numbers and names, towns and cities birth dates, phone numbers, doctor's names, and RX databases would get scrambled and reissued. So if I opened a random customer, 
Every detail above would be pulled from millions of customers in a never-to-repeat random order. 100% foolproof to isolate any specific patient or customer, except for the actual scanned prescriptions. As an example, making this up for clarity, if I clicked on the View Rx field for Mrs. Mary Wilson of 274 Dunhill Avenue, Grumble, Alberta, their zip code and their phone number, the title, first name, last name, street number, street name, street type, town, province, postal code, phone number, all would be pulled randomly from the database. But there was an actual scanned RX for a real person, say in Ontario, with their name and address and phone and doctor and the RX details. Holy crap, I'm not supposed to see this. The pharmacists and pharmacy techs who filled the RX could see patient details like any pharmacy. But not me or others, I'm not cleared for it. By the book, I immediately went to see the CTO and showed him what I'd seen. He went pale and said, Who else have you shown this to? Well, no one. But anyone who has access to the training portal could see it if they burrowed down deep enough. He thanked me and said he would look after it. By the time I got back to my desk, the training portal had been shut down. The chief security officer was fired the next day. By the book. Probably for the future, it's best to change the phrasing or the wording or the formatting of OP's resume. List the agency that you worked for, but then also list that you were contracted at X company. Therefore, OP's not giving any kind of misinformation, making them think, oh, they were employed by this company. Plus, hey, you get a little bit of double dipping with both the agency and the places you contracted at. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now, if you want to hear another awesome malicious compliance story, check out that video on the left. Or if you missed my latest video, check out that video on the right. That said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories.